Hi, I'm Nathan. You're about to travel to a place of humor, analysis, and discovery. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpot. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpot. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And we are back again this week to talk about episode 46, The Shepherd and the Giant. Hot diggity dog. Album three, Heroes. Here we are. Yeah, this album, so, so important to so me. So good. Goated, as it, it is. were. It's, yeah, I mean, it's one of my, it's a, it's a core memory, I, I this spent, album. I spent some time with children this weekend, uh, enjoying seasonal festivities, and uh, <laughs> they said they were absolutely cracked at something, meaning they were very good at it. Um, I think, is, is that a British thing? I bring it up because this album is absolutely cracked. I, I want to speak with the hip lingo. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm not a child, so I can't I can't speak to that. Oh, I was, yeah. I've also I've never had the hip lingo. Fair, fair. Yeah, longtime Sorry. friend of Dylan Weaver, I can attest. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, but not in a try, try not to do it in a way that's like a jerk about it. But I do, I do kind of just push back against, <laughs> against. You know, Change. I don't know. <laughs> no, I was, I was having this conversation with a friend recently, mm-hmm. which is the like, I work really hard to never ironically incorporate something into my vocabulary oh. because at a certain point it ceases to be yeah, ironic right. and becomes compulsory. And I don't like that. Like, that's like a thing that like I, yeah. that's like a feeling that's, really uncomfortable to me and so mm-hmm. i like fight back against this pretty hard is that why you stopped saying yeet i never started saying yeet i've heard it come out of your mouth several times then it was compulsory <laughs> okay. and i'm sorry like it yeah it, or or i was doing it as the as a joke yeah which precisely. is which is the thing i'm trying to avoid mm-hmm. which is doing something as a joke to where it becomes compulsory. And there is just like, like I love, I love like shared linguistics, like Mm -hmm. the, like picking up words and phrases from the people around you. And I think that like, so some of that just happens naturally and I'm like comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. I'm not comfortable with like, I thought that this, like I started saying this as a joke around some friends and now it's like, a thing that I bring into the workplace. That's fair. Or like that I say, like I, I try and be very, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm careful with the, despite what this podcast may <laughs> have projected, I'm careful about the words that come out of my mouth and about like adjust, like code switching for the mm-hmm. audience that's going to receive them. Yeah. I mean, this is to an extent my like, where I land with like swearing as well, which is not like some moral evil, but mm-hmm. a thing that I want to be able to use in the proper time and place mm-hmm. and be able to turn that off and on. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. And so, yeah, I, I have never had so much temperance with my <laughs> explicit yeah. language, unfortunately, yeah. but hopefully with age comes wisdom. But yeah, it, 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 not that, yeah, there is always stuff that seeps in. Like I mm. am, like it, it is more modern or whatnot. I'm not like out here being archaic with my language. I'm totally comfortable with vibe mm-hmm. as part <laughs> of like my, like as part of my daily vernacular. Yeah. And that's very much like modern lingo, lingo or whatever. For sure. For so, sure. so it's not like I'm trying to, you know stick my head in the ground and not be affected by anything. Yeah. And I don't want to be a snob about it and be like, I think it's bad when other people do these things. No, but just not for you. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. I, I definitely agree. Um, to a certain extent, if I find something funny, it's very hard for me not to go back to that well as long as possible. So, like, if I find something funny ironically, I totally do that thing where then it becomes unironic. Um, but, yeah, it's it's definitely requires a certain amount of self-awareness. And then also just, like, 
recognizing when you hear somebody else saying something or speaking a certain way and using words and you're like, oh, I don't feel great about that, but also I do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the, yeah, trying to stray that line between, like, snobbery and, like, I don't know, engaging well with people. Speaking of snobbery, Connie is an absolute snob. No. <laughs> wow, wow. Is that Phil Waller you were channeling that? Yes. Because <laughs> this episode is written and directed by him, um, and it originally aired October 29th of 1988, which was a week after the Halloween episode aired. <laughs> interesting but is two days before halloween love 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 (laughs) makes perfect sense yeah you know so we're doing we're doing back-to-back episodes today and next week as well we we got a good stretch here of just covering every episode it's gonna be fun nice to uh to round out the conclusion of i think we're at the halfway point of connie's conversion of of yeah of the connie year one arc Mm -hmm. So. She uh, she feels about six episodes in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Bible. Mm. <laughs> uh, Bible well. not all bad. Bible, maybe. Bible <laughs> boring. Bible excite. Wow. Um, Bible couldn't have put it lights. better myself. Uh, yeah, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else. To hit on, oh, I guess we can talk through cast stuff. Yeah. Um, I it's pretty stacked. I'm really enjoying covering like this year one Odyssey stuff mm-hmm. because it's like, with the exception of some kids, all voices that we know. Yeah, a hundred. And so I don't look at the cast list ahead of time, and just as we're playing it through, I'm like, oh, that's oh, this we've got Walker <laughs> Edmondson doing Samuel. Yeah. Oh, that's Will Ryan as David. You know, yeah. Walker Edmondson again as King Saul. We've got the Housemith as Jesse. <laughs> this yep. old man. Yes. Voice. Yep. Great Housemith as Jesse. We've got the the two hander of Chuck Bolte and Phil Lawler playing two of the brothers, yeah. which are two names that I tend. To like, I can't always tell their voices apart. That's fair. So it was. <laughs> I'm like, I know one of you is George and the other is Dale Jacobs, but but if you're playing other characters, it could go either way. Yeah. And so I'm just like, okay, they're both in there. And then we also have uh, Dave Arnold as another mm-hmm. one of those, and Bob Luttrell as a messenger. Yep. And, and then we get uh, Walker oh, Edmonston as Samuel right. and Goliath and King Saul. Yep. Two of those I had already said, but King True. Saul as well. And Katie Lee as Connie. Oh, man. Yeah, no, it's absolutely stacked. Obviously, they were on their rookie contracts. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to afford this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think all of those people are like... Well, like, so, like, at this point in the show, Will Ryan, Hal Smith, Walker Edmondson, Katie Lee is, like, every episode. Yeah, Yeah. And then... Chuck Bolte, Dave Arnold, Phil Waller, Bob Luttrell are all people who work for Focus. Yeah. Who they can just bring in. So it's like there's no one that they're like really pulling in during this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, especially this episode without any kids. Um, this is a Connie episode. Shocker. Uh, centers around her and her experience in the environment enhancer. Yes, a machine that makes total sense. Yes, complete and utter sense. But before we get into the plot of the episode, Dylan, I believe it's time to roll the promo. Oh, is that what time it is, Andrew? Uh, Taps watch. Coming up on Adventures in Odyssey. This is good stuff, see? Solid! Connie participates in an incredible encounter between a young man named David and a huge bully called Goliath. Where is your challenger? You're only a stone's throw away from the excitement. I can't Next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Cryo chamber opening? Interesting. That that music was so good. Very jungle cruisy. Like, it felt like Indiana Jones a bit yes yeah yeah it was it was john williams ask i haven't i i i haven't seen jungle cruise but i've been around jungle cruise what? i went on the ride 
I don't oh. know if that counts. I mean, oh. that's what the movie's based on. But right, like, so that you were referencing the ride music. No, I was referencing the like the music from the trailer of the <laughs> Jungle Cruise <laughs> movie. I have not, I have not seen the trailer to Jungle Cruise. I uh, it was on on a bus ride, um, and I fell asleep during it. I'm proud of and you. And did Good see work. some of it. You saw actors on a screen. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I did. Also, I, I, if I ever, if I ever wanted to do a like, a double feature for literally no one, I think that and Doolittle might be the same movie. Like the uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Doolittle movie where animals that. talk. I also have it. Okay, okay. But I think that they're the same movie. They exist in the very same, you know, folder in my brain. So I guess the only way to prove that they aren't would be to watch both of them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, maybe we'll do that for our bonus pace. content. Yeah. <laughs> Pay $3 a month to watch, listen to us watch movies we probably don't like. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I mean, there's a market for that. For sure, right? Yeah. Just not sure if we're in it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get better. I need to go to school for like radio broadcasting or something. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You 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 do that, Andrew. Um, Counseling's mostly about listening. It really hasn't translated well to podcasting. Yeah, because no part of podcasting is listening. Well, if you'd listen to this podcast, you certainly wouldn't tell from my contributions. But Andrew, that just means that you can do. You should be able to do great interviews, right? Some might say I've been doing great interviews. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Jokes, 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 jokes. I'm just gonna leave the show now, and you can, you can, you know, have Katie Lee on. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what'll happen. I'll get Katie Lee, Nathan Hubler, and Phil Waller. <laughs> we'll throw down. It'll be a three-week event. Actually, it'll probably be like a four-month event because each conversation will be like three episodes worth. <laughs> yeah, apparently Phil Waller doesn't have a hard out ever. Nope. Given the length of some other interviews he's given. <laughs> yeah. I bet you Katie Lee sticks to a good schedule, though. Yeah. Hmm, maybe she, she She's got stuff to but do. But I would have so much to talk about, you know? It's true. So. She's Connie. She's Connie. This is this is uh, her episode as well, and it is as we just established. Album three, I know like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, this is the first album three episode we're covering. Yeah, but like, period, ever. Um, no, think what? so. I am going to double check just because you know I would hate to be proven wrong. We don't like egg on my face. Um, we might. Did we do peace on earth? Is that one of the Barkley ones we did? I don't think so. I think that's the Barkley one we haven't done yet. Yeah, no, oh, that's yes, the one where they yes. get robbed. We didn't yes. do that one. Yes, yes, yes. We didn't do that one. No, you're you are correct, but okay. we did talk about it during the George sure Barkley during the arc. visitors. Yeah, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so no, there are no. Yeah, this is the first time we're doing a Heroes episode. Wow, I'm really happy to be here for this. I'm, oh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm here for most of the episodes, uh, but uh, all of them so far. <laughs> yeah, that is actually very surprising to me. You've been on every episode? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were half on the one. That's true. And there was another one that you thought you might not make that was a guest episode, and then you did make it. I don't remember who that was. We were but, guessing on somebody else's show? No, we were, we were having someone on as a guest, and it was a thing of it's like, if Andrew doesn't make it, we'll just record without him because they had a sh- small window of time. But I don't remember who it was. Oh, was it? It wasn't Patrick, was it? I don't think it was Patrick. Maybe it was Patrick. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. But, but yeah, it uh, oh, it's so it's so good. Um, yeah, we've both been on every episode of this show. <laughs> We're really starting from square one here in this episode. So so right. So the thing I was gonna say about album three is mm-hmm. just I know every single beat. Mm-hmm. in these stories and so it's yeah and this is the first episode on album three mm-hmm. and so it was my like 
this was my earliest Odyssey reference point. Yeah. For a lot of my time listening to Odyssey. Like, you know, I'd listen to radio stuff and whatever, but I got this album pretty early in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I had up till that point been listening to, yeah, more more recent Novacom era, whatever. I got this album literally because Eugene is on the cover. Nice. <laughs> like, and he's doing cool stuff with the with welding the, helmet. Yeah. And that just seemed like, yeah. And it's called Heroes, or, well, what it yes. was called when you got it. Uh, no, I got it as Heroes. I okay. got it as part of the Golden Audio release on the first time it was put on CD. Okay, okay. So. Oh, man. God, I love the Golden Audio release. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was my, oh, goodness. Greatest Adventure of the Summer, whatever it's called now. It used to be Stormy Weather. It's the episode, album two? Yeah, so album talking two. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It just, yeah, so it's just one that I know so well. And I I think, I don't know, I think this episode really works. Um, Yeah, what was it like listening to it again? Because obviously this is the first It was like a warm blanket. Mm -hmm. Like in a way that I think Odyssey often can be for us, but especially especially for this. For the familiar ones. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, I love... I love how established Connie and Wit feel in mm-hmm. their relationship. Like right off the top of this one mm-hmm. is really nice. And yeah, it just mm, it, it's it's great. And I think I have I think I've often recalled this episode as an imagination station episode. Yeah. Like we've even referenced it on the show before as such. But it, it's not. It's an environment enhancer. Which Wit explains is a is a tool he's developed. They're headphones you put on, and they add sound effects to a story. Yeah, which is not what it does in the episode. No, not but it at is all. how it is explained. <laughs> yes, she. It starts off with Wit being like, "Put on these headphones, sit in this chair, use your imagination, lay back and relax. I'm gonna tell you a story." Then Connie is walking up a road talking to Wit while this is happening. Yeah. Like, it completely changes its yeah. function. Yeah, and she, like, yeah, she, so, the, the, yeah, the, the, I guess it's established this is a new thing Wit's working on in the Bible room. Mm-hmm. Connie comes in. She's like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, you know, this is this thing. I'm going to use it to, like, make Bible stories come to life. And she's like, oh, I wish it was, like, more interesting stories than Bible stories. And it's like, well, actually, the Bible is interesting. Mm -hmm. Don't believe me? Put these on. And Connie's like, well, you know, I guess I got to put these on Mm -hmm. to, you know, prove you wrong. And, yeah. She gets transported to uh, ancient Israel. Um, It's Mm -hmm. following... uh, Right before, so it's like the beginning of First uh, Samuel, mm-hmm. uh, following David. Well, it's the beginning of David's portion yes. of First Samuel. Yeah, First Samuel starts with Saul. Saul. Yeah, but and I think David comes in chapter nine. I want to say, could be my OT two uh, class coming in clutch there, <laughs> remembering the book divisions. <laughs> Look at that. Um, yeah, and it's wit just starts off narrating it. Mm-hmm. setting the scene it's really good yeah she comes up on will ryan as david mm-hmm. um and yeah and then the two of them like are able to have a conversation and i'm like yeah okay, okay. we're just <laughs> we're just hand waving right okay we're just hand waving all this but you know but it's audio only except that then it's not yeah. because <laughs> a lion comes up to attack david mm-hmm. and connie like pulls off the headphones and is like i can't watch i'm freaking I'm like, out what 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 can't you watch but also it is scary yeah very scary that line is horrifying and the sound effects that they yeah. use it's and very whole, well engineered yeah it escalates perfectly and then it cuts out completely when they you know when she takes off the headset mm-hmm. um it's yeah it's very well done not well explained in the plot, but yeah, it sounds yeah, fantastic. But it, right, and but like, doesn't it's matter. It's for kids. Like, are they really gonna? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't care. It's just. It's. It's one of those things where it's just like we're seeing like the kind of the, 
the early odyssey of like problems and whatnot and yeah. like the stuff that they go on to fix so like we've talked about it throughout where it's like they're still figuring out how they can do a show in this medium and what kind of the bounds of what they can pull off is mm-hmm. and they very clearly did this it didn't make cohesive sense and they were like okay imagination station that's what we're doing mm-hmm. because I can understand the motivation of this is an audio medium. So let's make a device that enhances the audio. Yeah. Cause sure. that's what we're doing mm-hmm. to make this come to life for you at home. Yeah. But what you're also doing is like having them interact and reference visual things mm-hmm. so that it fills in the picture for us. But where are they getting that picture from? Exactly. Which is when I think then they realize like, oh, we can we can have the characters use a video or VR or mm-hmm. whatever device mm-hmm. and describe to the audience. Like the the characters don't have to exist in the same two dimensions that the audience exists in. Yeah, exactly. Which is yeah, like I can see I can understand and sympathize with how they got to this point. And, and then yeah. also where they go from there. Right. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, they get around it well. And it's just, yeah, it's just another one of these like early Odyssey growing pains where mm-hmm. they're not quite sure how to accomplish what they want to do in a way that makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's cool to get to see that, especially with as much as we've seen it work later on. Oh, it's interesting sure. to see how it falls a little short here in the first year yeah no it's i really appreciate the dramatization of all of it and it's very early odyssey in that sense and in some ways it's super corny like the accents that everybody has in the story is you know they're they're whatever it's funny it's enjoyable it's for kids Mm -hmm. um but i like i i do appreciate the extra embellishment and kind of the like to jump to the end of the episode when she cuts off Goliath's head, the like it just sounds like a knife on a cutting board. <laughs> well, <laughs> what it's referenced. So, so I actually have from the uh, the oh, original the... complete guide a Dave Arnold talking about time to get well this, by this Dave episode. <laughs> so, one, this is his first solo producing credit on an episode. Okay, Dave Arnold, who then goes on to be like. One of the main producers. Yeah. But it was him and Bob Luttrell in the early days kind of sharing duties. Mm-hmm. And I guess he was more or less in training, co-producing these. And this is him, like, getting one to do on his own. Wow. Um, And he, yeah, is talking about the sound effect of Goliath's head being chopped off. That he accomplished it by bringing in a cantaloupe and taking a machete through it. Saying it worked great, but it was kind of messy. <laughs> that that feels like an adequate description as to how that would go down. Yeah, yeah, but it's just it's so. Man, it doesn't sound like there was that much resistance. I would think you know you could pick a different fruit. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, I I don't know. There's maybe there's there's. Do you think you could cut through a coconut in one hack of a machete? I don't think a coconut. I think you need. I think you need the sound to be somewhat juicy. In order to accomplish it. <laughs> true. True. Coconut would not meet those requirements. Like the problem is that it's got a thud at the end. Yeah. Yeah. But the basic idea of we want it to sound like it is going through something, like that Flesh. is fleshy and moist. Yeah. Is like very well right. Done. It's like cantaloupe. Yeah. But I also just love, like I love. I love Foley work. Uh-huh. I well, love, and the like, idea this... that he was like, okay, I got to go out to, you know, Wise or whatever and buy a cantaloupe that I'm going to cut through yeah. and record it. And I'm, I might need more than one cantaloupe. And <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's so interesting how they come up with the ideas for that sort of thing. And yeah. And how big of a difference it makes, you know, good Foley work. We talk about it all the time on this mm-hmm. show. Um, yeah. And right, and you're also trying to be like, we want this to sound visceral and identifiable, but also not be like total gross out, disgusting for people listening. Yes, for sure, for sure. Well, for 8 to 12, 
right. having it be a bit cartoony with the thud is probably the correct decision. Um, yeah. yeah. I would like to, to briefly yuck a few yums, if, if <gasps> I am allowed. Yeah. Wit is very smug this Yo, episode yeah, literally my next note is smug way he's so smug he's like oh it's not too exciting for you is it and like yes. oh these bible stories are so boring aren't they and it's like i get it you literally made this invention to serve this exact purpose to throw you know smart alecky kids in yes. <laughs> to get them to appreciate the bible more but oof. but yeah <laughs> no smug way uh as as established not our favorite yeah and but. maybe he can get away with it because him and Connie are close and they're just kind of joshing and whatever. But about this sort of thing, I don't know. It could definitely be done with some more tact. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think that they have the... I think it's still too early for them to have that level of easy of... Um, well, about God, and when she's clearly, like, begins being very apprehensive towards it and being like, oh, you know, this just isn't really important to me. And he's like, so now is it important to you? And I'm like, Correct. Yep. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not um, really something I figure out on the first go. I'm also just like, she's, what did we establish? She's 14. Yeah. And she just, like, was scared and pulled off her headphones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's too scary for her. And yeah, she as a lion up. like mauls David, or so she thinks. Yeah, precisely. Like a lot. Yeah, and that. Uh, yeah, and then Wit kind of eggs her on and cites her curiosity. Like, aren't you just a little bit curious? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you spend so much time messing with Connie and giving her grief for her curiosity and the problems it causes. <laughs> now you're really going to lay into it and be like, yeah, aren't you curious about the Bible? <laughs> yeah fair fair um yeah it's yeah it's something but but yeah uh connie connie then goes back into the story but in like a fun device she can't rewind it yeah like it only goes like basically once wit starts it it just Mm -hmm. keeps going even when she pulls the headphones off and so when she puts it back in she's greeted by samuel like oh we're Um, past this now yeah, yeah and she doesn't know what's going on Let's talk about Samuel's accent. It's great. I love what it. What is it? <laughs> it is it's cartoon. Fair. Like it like it's it's an accent in a way that no real person talks. It's Will or it's not Will. It's Walker Edmonston just doing a voice. It's slightly Jewish. It is. And it the is whole bit that like Jewish. I'm charmed, I'm sure. 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 It is it's slightly <laughs> Jewish. Which I guess but is also a fine. Bit Jersey, like because they are bit. Jewish. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Although I don't know. It's it's yeah. It's it's more you know. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Uh, wrong population. <laughs> right. Right. But. But yeah, and it's just yeah. It's it's it is. It gets a little. It gets a little. It flirts with being Bart Rathbone. Yes. Definitely. Um, but is m- even more of a caricature than he is. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think is why it works. Yeah, for sure. No, I don't I don't say that to disparage no, I know. Walker Edmonston, yeah. but it is just, it's so funny. And listening to the story where it's like so highly dramatized. Yes. Yeah, I was like, what? What is that one? Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, she's looking for David. He doesn't know David, but he reveals that he's going to Jesse's to anoint one of their sons. Mm-hmm. She's like, but he does also doesn't know Jesse, and Connie's very confused. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, and then she stumbles upon the, you know, well, if you're going to, wait, I thought you said Saul was king, so if you're going to anoint him, isn't he going to be mad? And Walker Edmiston as Samuel goes, that is a distinct possibility. <laughs> and that is like just one of those glued in my head phrases that I am sure I have used distinct possibility. Oh, yeah. As that in my, as we talked about at the beginning of this episode, as like vernacular that just seeped into my life. Yeah. Where I'm like, 100%. Yeah, no, distinct possibility is for sure a thing I have said mm-hmm. in the way that like a lot of Eugenisms are things that I've said. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, it and this this episode is perfect for brain sticky lines because everything is so elevated and like cartoony so like yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, 
love it. Love, love, love. So, yeah, Samuel is uh, afraid of Saul, um, and Connie's like, why are you doing this? And Samuel's like, well, it wasn't my idea. And she's like, well, whose idea was it? And he's like, God's. <laughs> and she's like, oh. Right, of course. I should have known. Yeah. Um, and Connie kind of rolls her eyes, but just the way that he delivers that line is so funny to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, God's. <laughs> Yeah, and then Wit jumps in with some more narration, mm-hmm. and we cut over to a new scene, which is at Jesse's house, mm-hmm. as Samuel's, like, finishing up going through all the sons and seeing that none of them are fit. And it's this weird thing where it's like, Connie just kind of appears in that scene, mm-hmm. Samuel knows her, and then later David enters the scene and knows her, and I'm just like, I, none of these mechanics make sense. Like, we just got to roll with it. Yeah. But it's fun. It's just jumping around in the story. Yeah. And it's (laughs) Hal Smith is... uh, Jesse. As Jesse, just channeling, like, Friar Tuck. (gasps) Such Friar Tuck. (laughs) Like, you can hear his mustache getting in the way of him saying words. It's very good. It's it's really funny and thoroughly muffled. Like, if you told me he spoke through a sock, (laughs) I would not be surprised. (laughs) Um Dave Arnold's just got another note in here. It's like, we created the sound of, of Jesse. Uh, Jesse by having him speak through a sock. It was a wool sock. Yeah, I That's just true. took it off my foot and I gave it to Hal Smith and was like, hey, I know you are an amazing voice actor. Could you speak through this for me? I'm so sorry. I just gave you hand, foot, and mouth. <laughs> All three. Yeah. And Connie's just like, wait, none of these people are going to be the king? Mm-hmm. They're all so big and strong and good looking. Mm-hmm. Swoon. So she can see them. Yes, for sure. Clearly. <laughs> these headphones have great visuals. <laughs> HDR um, sound. <laughs> but, but yeah, then they, uh, they're like talking about like oh there is one more son and like they're going to fetch him and like oh did you ask about david mm-hmm. and he goes to oh no i didn't and goes to ask jesse and then and then david's coming up the road right now and then yep. david pops in yep <laughs> like, hi connie yeah and all right David and Connie have great chemistry. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> it's so good, right? Like, I I have never been a... Like, I've never been into Connie and Eugene as a combo. Mm-mm. I don't think it works at all. No, at but all. that is not to say Will Ryan and Katie Lee can't have good romantic chemistry. Oh, such good romantic chemistry. <laughs> it is... Yeah, yeah, I'm, the I'm very into in his it. Voice when he's speaking to her, it's uh-huh. like there's a certain amount of affection, but it's general, and she's like so wrapped up in it. Yeah, and, and it's David. Like, how could you be mad? <laughs> yeah, literal future king of Israel, mm-hmm. man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. It's the holiest of crushes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man. He didn't have the holiest of crushes. No. No. But he... <laughs> Famously. Yeah. <laughs> he did uh, did crush somebody? <laughs> He'll be creamed. <laughs> oh, shout out to the VeggieTales adaptation. Did... <laughs> the word crush originated from David because he literally like, crushed someone over it. <laughs> I like this canon. <laughs> I like this canon. <laughs> I believe it. I'm adopting oh. it as history. But yeah, it is. It's just It's just good. And yeah, there's like this whole bounce back and forth between Jesse and Connie and Samuel mm-hmm. saying like he's the one. Mm-hmm. And he just keeps saying, the one what? what? <laughs> yeah. The what what? The what what? The, like the, yeah. the next king of Israel or yep. the leader of God's people. Wow. 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 And um, then, not bad. Rise and anoint him. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, we, we have, like, a scene. Connie is so giddy over getting to see David get anointed, which yeah. is funny. But, yeah, like, she's cool, just like, I've never, I've never seen, like, a king get anointed before. And I'm like, I don't. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't think that, like, anointing kings is really a thing outside of the Bible. So it's, like, 
you think of like crowning them or like yeah you know knighting people I yeah don't, i don't feel like the whole pour oil on them feels very very biblical judeo-christian like, yeah yeah <laughs> I would have but, to do. I'll, I'll ask my yeah. professor tomorrow to see if there's any. Uh, yeah, extra biblical yeah, anointings. Wow, well, he taught my ancient history class, so yeah. he knows. He knows a lot. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm curious, Doctor Carver. Uh, please listen to this. Actually, <laughs> please do not listen to this podcast. I love you very much. You're a great professor, <laughs> and I would like to graduate. Uh, yes. Yeah, and so we have this scene where, right, it's mm-hmm. like her walking along a path, coming up on like you know, their camp, like yeah. the Israelite camp, and Wit's doing the narration again. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and Connie's just, right, giddy about getting to see mm-hmm. someone anointed. Yeah. Um, and man, David's I, coming to go visit his brothers because they're at war with the Philistines. Yep. Um, yeah. Historically accurate, obviously. <laughs> sure. Sure. And, yeah, and the, the yeah, the Connie gets excited to see David, mm-hmm. and then... You know, they go and and hang out and watch. Yeah. Like, and, and Goliath comes out, out, and there's this moment where they're, like, you know, chatting, like, the brothers and David mm-hmm. and Cody, and they're, and, you know, they reference, like, Goliath and point yeah, out there, and she's yeah. like, that brown statue, then he moves, and she's like, oh, the statue's alive! <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and Goliath's all, I defy any man! Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, and I just, think they took it straight from Scripture. I, so this is, this is the thing, I think it is very faithful to Scripture, mm-hmm. and I think that because last time I read the passage, I thought, this is very faithful to Odyssey. <laughs> Because I have it memorized <laughs> from Odyssey. Um, so David's just like, yeah, kind of gets up on this hill and is like, well, so I guess first his brother's established that he's like, you know, if you do, if you do this, you get to be like, you get to marry one of Saul's daughters and become tax exempt and like hey. your family will love you. And, um, and David gets up on the hill and is just like, I, like, this man is, like, making a fool of us, the Israelites, and, like, defying our God. Like, mm-hmm. someone, why isn't anyone challenging them? And everyone's like, well, we're scared. And he's like, all right, take me to Saul. I'm going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is just the Bible. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like... As I recap this, I'm like, you know, I am just saying what the Bible says at this point. Um, But yeah, and yeah, so he goes in and there's this funny bit where Saul's like, yo, you know, go get the great messenger. Go get the person who wants to take him. He's like, no, no, I'm the one who wants to take him. And Connie's like, oh, no, don't do this. And he's like, don't do it. Yeah. And then there's, and there's this armor Mm -hmm. and Connie's like. Well, wear this tunic. Yeah, wear, wear, wear the armor, and she knocks on it and says, "This is good stuff." Again, just breaking reality. Yeah. <laughs> Not only does she see stuff, she can like hold it Feel and knock it. on it. Tactile interaction. <laughs> This is not and, AR. This is literally being there. Right. I mean, this is this is this is like your Ready Player One VR. Yeah. Suit with haptic feedback. You know, it's the it's the real deal. Um, and yeah, and, and yeah, Connie's just like, what are you gonna do? Throw rocks at him? He's <laughs> like, well, actually, and picks up some rocks and a sling and his staff and goes out to take on Goliath. And yep. Connie's just nervous for him but then it cuts to wit doing the narration Mm -hmm. talks about it he only threw one stone and it was his aim was true and it sunk deep into his head and then he chops off his head yep and we get the cantaloupe scene yep and connie's freaking out she's like oh yay yay oh i don't feel well and to be fair yeah i yeah I think that that would be my response to seeing somebody's head cut off, but also knowing I didn't have to be a slave. I mean, subject. (laughs) That's also my gripe with this. They completely just get over the fact that if the Israelites lost, they would have been pillaged and raped, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I think that's an okay thing to get past in a kid's show. Fair. At At least the R word, for sure. Yeah, can you imagine the problems we'd have with this show if Odyssey did that? (laughs) 
they would they would exist they would be different but yeah. they would not be in historical accuracy yeah i think i think i think it's effective and yeah then um uh yeah, so it, then the philistines try to run away because they're freaked out yeah. and the israelites yell at him yell at them again and then charge after and it's this whole triumphant ending mm -hmm. and the adventure ends and connie comes out and she's like what i want to know more i want to yep. know more like what happens and um, yeah and what says you know hey well if you want to read more it picks up in first samuel 17 yeah and he doesn't give her a bible which is weird uh, i'm just like you 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 should just give her a bible what you're in the Bible room. There's like, gotta be at least one. But it's just this one. assumption of just like she she she's got access to a Bible, and it's like, does she? She has access to Wit's End, <laughs> right? Um, and then yeah, yeah if she, you can stand a boring old Bible story, that is, just, like, yeah. Yeah. Wit, yep. shut up. And then <laughs> they are kind of boring. <laughs> and then she leaves, and on the note of, you know, it made me see this room in a way I hadn't seen it before, and Wit just goes, oh. Ugh. Yes, this is everything I've ever wanted. This is exactly, exactly what was supposed to happen. Yeah. Well, and Connie it also kind of cycles back to earlier when she sees David get anointed. She's like, when he got up, he just looked so different. Mm. And it's just like the, the yeah. well, your life is transformed by Christ and just everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just You just look like Christ. You know, Amen. That's we we've all, all all Christians have got a nice sheen to them. It's the sound my sheen makes. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the episode. It's Those are the Charlie Sheen joke. Yeah, no, okay. I know, I didn't. Yep. Yeah, so like that's that's the episode. It's it's good, it's short, it's basically just a retelling of David, but mm -hmm. I, I as someone, like, I really, I really... I don't hate this as a retelling no. for kids. I think this is a very good retelling, is what I was going to say. It'd be, like, I'm sure our resident Bible critic, mm -hmm. uh, or Bible episode critic, Drew Huber. Yeah. <laughs> Not too critical of the Bible <laughs> itself, but, you know. Hates it. <laughs> a resident Bible expert, Drew Huber, uh, would have, yeah, would have takes on this that are different. Mm -hmm. But my feeling was, yeah, it was very positive and... Just yeah, a lot of a lot of love and enjoyment for this episode, mm -hmm. and yeah, just those deep memories that you have with it. Yeah, like I I always liked yeah I liked the character of David. He's mm -hmm. he's an easy one for kids to get Delight. into. Oh yeah, well, an Odyssey sells David really hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so it's like it's part of it's that, but it's also like you know the Psalm twenty three of it all, mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. the like even just like weird like I don't know like there's so much like so much imagery too with David that I feel like just keeps coming up, but it's oh, like sure. but yeah I mean he's just he's a staple character for like Sunday school classes yes and yeah, you've sure. got you know Davy in the big pickle mm -hmm. and you have um the the bathtub one mm -hmm. and like there's stuff in like there uh, both of those being veggie tales episodes that are david stories and this being you know odyssey doing david and goliath and then also like weird things where i'm like where when i think of like slings and whatnot like mm -hmm. i think of the um what's the um oh man I it's the bbc adaptations of the chronicles of narnia oh like yes. the old school mm -hmm. two vhs mm -hmm. one there's yep. a like a bunch of kids slay giants with, with slings. slings in one of those which is like yeah. another like early memory um so there's all like the this. pilgrim's progress stuff which oh, is yeah i which yeah loves love the sling yeah and so it's just i don't know this episode just strikes home for a number of reasons Strikes and where i'm true. like mm. Mm. and where i'm like yeah like the wits wit smugness or just like the show on its whole just being like look look at us like winning people for Christ, like the mm -hmm. kind of like the i don't know like that whole like how big do you think a slingstone is because i've seen one 
and I want oh. I, I want to get your yeah my OT two pro, uh, professor oh. brought in a sling stone from the era of this. Oh wow! Time I always was, I always picture like palm of your hand. Nope. Bigger. They're like yay big. Oh, it's a baseball sized. Yeah, about what you're doing. Base between baseball and softball, incredibly heavy. Yeah, <laughs> like if if. Uh, if that had hit like hit a normal person uncovered in the forehead, like their whole face would cave in. <laughs> gotcha. Cool. But yeah, it's just Yeah, I I don't know. I've just got so much affection for this story, this yeah, and the, this episode. But yeah, I will say like the the parts that don't work is the like the part that feels like like manipulation rather than relationship. Yeah. Where I'm like, I'm so firmly in the, like, if you're going to have any effect, Christian or not, on the world around you, it's in, like, one-to-one relationships with other people. Yeah. Like, that's what so much my values, like, revolve around. Mm-hmm. Is it's like, that's how I believe, like, you change the world is through like one to one relationships right. with is yourself through, like, and with other people talking to the people yeah. in your life For who sure. you have influence over um and so that's where i'm just like yeah it's tough when it's like oh like the yeah i don't know whenever it's like you know where the solution is we send this on the them on an adventure and they see how they were wrong yeah exactly but that's yeah, I'm like, that's just the nature of what this show does mm-hmm. and is not really something, yeah, that I'm going to be, like, torn up about or yeah. feel like... Well, Nick, you can get away with stuff like that on, like, PBS kids shows right, and that's stuff what like I was that as say. long as it's is math like, or whatever. Right, like, is like, it, geometry it also, isn't important. <laughs> yeah, it works as a story, and I like that it's... Rest in peace, Cyber Chase. Rest in peace, Digit prayers up mm. yeah gilbert gottfried bummer um but it, it's the right it, it's the thing where i really appreciate that in doing this arc that we does have an ongoing relationship with connie mm-hmm. because there are other times within odyssey where someone just gets tossed into imagination station <laughs> and it's not like a it's not part of their journey. It is, is their, their journey. journey. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so I just, I appreciate that this is a piece of the thing for Connie and that she doesn't come out like wildly changed. Mm-hmm. She's just mildly softened to the idea of like, oh, you know, there is interesting stuff in the Bible. For sure. For sure. And they, they, I think they intentionally focus that way for Connie's conversion arc, which I do appreciate. And I guess we'll, we shall see if that continues to be the case. Um, <laughs> to go to the discussion questions, because oh no, there is one just blowing my mind. Why did David pick up five stones, Dylan, to fight Goliath? Why not one, or two, or three, or four? <laughs> is that a question? That is the question. <laughs> Look at the wiki. I'm seeing it on the wiki. Now I'm checking the book. Because I'm like, I don't know. Do I believe this? This is bonkers. Why did... Is there a reason for... Like, am I supposed to know? There's... It's okay, not like it the just, It doesn't have the or, or, or mm-hmm. in the official guide. It just says, why did David pick up five stones to fight Goliath? Like... I don't know. Did he not have enough faith that he could do it in one? <laughs> well, and the first one is, why not one? And I'm like, uh, well, I think one is a bit generous. <laughs> I know that God is on your side. And to be fair, that should be enough reason to believe that you will throw true. I'm yeah, still taking two. <laughs> I don't I don't know the significance of the five stones, and I'm sorry. Well, and it's not like... Like, it's not like it's seven for the days of creation. It's not like <laughs> it's not like it's nine for the tribes of Israel or whatever. Or no, there's more than nine. Isn't there's it? 12. 12. Yeah, 12 for the tribes of Israel. Like, 
But, it's not like it's three, which is another number that yeah. has biblical significance. <laughs> yeah. I also, we don't need to get into numerology. True. That's just a thing we can avoid. True. On this, <laughs> on this kid's educational uh, programming. Oh, man. But yeah, that's... I'm going to call this episode educational because it is historically accurate, I think. Hey, there we go. It's, 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 it's a history episode of the show. What'd you say? Minus? <laughs> minus the subjects bit. <laughs> oh, sure. And minus, you know, uh, the Connie and David romance that we've got going here. <laughs> nah, that's 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 canon, too. <laughs> yeah. Look. I uh, love it. Big fan. It's a good, it was a good episode. Yeah. It was a good episode. I enjoyed it. I didn't have nearly as much nostalgia as you did, but I, yeah, I had that's, a great time totally reasonable on your part um but i definitely heard it plenty of times before like at least three times i think or four yeah any uh anything you want to do as uh as as a plug here as we kind of wrap up head out plugging spring just Mm -hmm. get out there i if if you know you have allergies like me grin and bear it they make medications for it you know just uh Suck it up and enjoy the renewal of life through nature. It's beautiful and it happens every year. So uh, don't 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 miss it this time. Wow. All right. I love the renewal of life through nature. E. What about you, Dylan? Do you got anything to plug? I do not. Leave a review. <laughs> I've got nothing nothing to plug. But as Andrew said, uh, you can leave a review for us on the. Um, on Apple Podcasts, if you're an iPhone person. On Spotify, you can leave us a five-star rating. Um, you can also leave uh, reviews on Stitcher and on Podchaser um, and a myriad of other places. Yeah. Uh, if you ever, yeah, leave us a review on somewhere other than uh, iTunes and specifically iTunes in the U.S., just let us know, whether that be in a tweet or an email or instagram dm just in some way let us know so that we can track that down and and read it on air Uh yeah yeah you know unless it's a low rating in which case you don't need to tell us (laughs) don't leave it and then don't tell us you left it and we'll get along great (laughs) this is an authoritarian relationship (laughs) you dissent you are silenced You dissent, I don't have to give you a voice. True, true. And you can you can speak to the internet. True, true, I just true. don't need to platform you on my show. In fact, it's actually probably better for the show if you do talk about how much you do or don't like it on the internet. <laughs> is this a uh, all press is good press mentality, Andrew? In the realm of uh, Adventures in Odyssey podcast, there's a, you know, it's very cutthroat. There's a lot of different angles. There's a lot of different titans roaming around the halls these days. You know, yeah, all press is good press. We need what we can get. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And uh, with all that being said, we'll be back next week for episode 47, A Single Vote. Bye, guys. Bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Fan. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. The Shepherd and the Giant was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acebo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. <laughs> <laughs>